And we're live in three, two. Microphone sounds great. New audio, new new learning, new capabilities, getting closer, talking clearer, talking louder. Getting more personal over the audio, huh? Monday evening mix up. Monday, no, not Monday mornings, Monday evenings. Somebody, So many people talk about Sunday evenings. You know, the first day before the week. What about Monday evenings? Motivation high, motivation low? Good question. On a Monday evening, my motivation is high. Usually that first Monday of the week goes by fairly quick, I think. Because even if, you know, you're in the workplace, you're out on your job, you're in school, you know, nobody really wants to be there on a Monday. But then once that day is over, you're like, there's one day down. Okay, now we've got four more to go. And I think if you, instead of looking at your days like that and... I think if you're really focusing on being productive and getting done the things that you want to get done on those days, yeah. you're going to be happier. They're going to go by quicker. Yeah. And I love Mondays because of that reason. I know that it's a time to start the week. I know I need to get stuff done. Yeah. I know that I have one week to complete this, this many tasks. And I'm going to do that because personally, I love working hard, but I love playing hard even more. Yeah. And if you're not getting your stuff done... Monday and then into Tuesday and then you're in the middle of the week but by Thursday and Friday I'm you know I'm thinking weekends you don't want to be thinking weekends too early yeah but by Thursday Friday you know I'm thinking of a happy hour on Thursday yeah you're you're a positive guy you're a positive guy and you know you said about Monday nobody wants to be there on Monday morning at work but then once you get going then you want to start getting things then you got things to do but you know for those people out there who find it tough you know, sometimes it's hard to get up on the Monday morning. I think that relates to a lot of stuff in life. The toughest thing is getting started. You know, for example, you don't want to go outside. You don't want to go for a walk. So they tell you, just put your shoes on, you know. Once your shoes are on, you're going to say, well, my shoes are on. I'm going to go for the walk. And then you're a block into the walk, and you say, well, I'm a block into the walk. I'm going to go three more blocks. And you're three more in the blocks, and then you're just going. You're going. The toughest thing is starting. If you can get yourself to start, you should be able to finish. That's really great. And that brings up a question a little bit different, but you asked me today on the beach. We just got back from Stone Harbor for the 4th. It was great. So I guess we're kind of bullshitting here about the Monday thing because neither of us worked today. We were <laughs> laying out on the beach getting a nice tan. Um, but you asked me a question as we were walking down. Uh, which quote do you like better? And the first one was from Thomas Jefferson, and it's, in summary, you know, today, not tomorrow. You know, get your things done today. Why, why, don't ever, Thomas Jefferson said, said, don't do something tomorrow that you can do today. Right. And then the counter to that was the new CEO of Amazon. Well, shortly, once Bezos is gone. and Today. Today was his today. last day. It took over today. Wow, July 5th. And 20, 27 years after the founding of Amazon, Jeff Bezos stepped down officially. Right, and he'll still be the chairman. Yeah. And interestingly, he's heading up uh, with Blue Origin into space in a week and a half or so. So that's something to keep track of as well. That's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's like two weeks. It could even be two months. I think it's two weeks, though. I think it's a quick turnaround that he's going to be on the... They say he's going to the beginning of space. And coming back, by the way. I know we were talking about where's he going, how long. They're going to some location that has a name. If we had a Googler, they could look it up for us right now, but we don't. 
uh, it's it's right on the border of what's considered the beginning of space is where they're going and then coming right back. But not to get off topic, we were talking about the Thomas Jefferson quote: "Don't do something, don't push something off till tomorrow that you can do today." Right. And you were saying, "Well, then the the counter to that would be." Don't do something today that you can do tomorrow. And I think that's also just as important. And we came to the conclusion that, you know, which is right. Yeah. I think you need a balance of both. Yes. You need to be thinking about, you know, why would I, you know, rush to get this done today if I can do a better job on it tomorrow? And today it's already 730 at night. And, you know, why don't I enjoy my dinner, have a glass of wine, sit back and watch a movie? And I can get that done tomorrow. I think that's just as important as whatever you can do today, get it done, and then tomorrow you'll do something new. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes you do need to take a step back and enjoy yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And what we what we kind of determined was, R.I.P. Grandma Vaughn, everything in moderation. Have a little bit of both of those mindsets in your daily activity. Now, um, I'm drinking Fiji water. This is my first time drinking Fiji water. I'll have this bottle now for probably a week or two that I'll keep refilling. This is already my second or third time filling it, but it was my first sip of the natural artesian water, and I, gotta, I didn't even I, love it. It tasted fresh and pure, and it had minerals in it, but it's like it's, at the end of the day, it was still water. It's more of the bottle, right? It's yeah, just the, the bottle. something so unique about holding this. It's the sociology of consumerism. You know, why do people buy this? Well, yeah. Maybe because it tastes great, or maybe because of how unique and slick this bottle is. That bottle is easy on the eyes. Now, I got a question about reusing a bottle being bought from the stores. I think about this. I'm wondering if you've ever thought about it. You bought that, what, today? 269 at Wawa. Yep. And you bought it today. So, And you're reusing it now with some you know, tap water, sink water, fridge water, whatever. Do you ever think that the more you use it after you bought it, in other words, you start refilling this store-bought plastic bottle, do you think that the plastic bottle is like wearing off and you're digesting plastic small molecules into your body and into your stomach and lungs? Do you, do you, I think about that, and I usually throw them away pretty like, – I don't use them for a year. Right. Because you know, I'm concerned about – but it's plastic. Right. So my question is, do you ever think about that? Like, hey, yes. I got to throw this away. Like, I've had it for a week. Like, it's too long. I'm throwing it away. Yes, and especially because I reuse plastic bottles a lot. One, I support going green. I support the environment. But it's really for the fact of, you know, I buy a Gatorade, and then I'm going to be the guy with the Gatorade bottle with clear water in it. And, you know, what, what flavor is your Gatorade? Like, you know, you make something, a mystery flavor. No, it's just water. But... I always do think about that, especially after the second or third use. Like, hmm, this is this bottle's getting a little worn in now. It's getting a little old. Are yeah. the particles from the plastic bottle contaminating the water that I'm drinking? Yeah. And one, I don't really think so. And two, I'm completely ignorant to it because I have no idea. I'd have to look into like the chemical makeup and how the chemicals in a bottle react with you know h2o yeah 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 durability of products i mean plastic is well here's a funny story 
I was riding home from the beach today with my cousin Jack and my other cousin Joseph, and Sam was riding with my parents and my sister. And we're talking to you, the unknown audience. We're, we're, we're right. Like, who are we talking to right now? We're just talking, telling stories. Well, it's like we, we're, we're talking to each other, and like now we're talking to someone else. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what's well, funny about the podcast. Okay. Well, here's a story for you because you weren't even with me. And okay. It relates to the plastic. Okay. So. By, by the way, let me just say, I wasn't, I wasn't judging where you were going with that conversation, how you redirected who you were talking to. I was just saying that's like what's funny about podcasting. So we're on the road, and you know, we stopped for a little bit of the Wawa. That's where I got my Fiji water, and you know, stopped for a sandwich. I think my cousin Joseph got, I don't, I don't know, whatever. And we're on the road, and about halfway into the trip there was some traffic on the monday after the fourth a lot of people took off and left around five o'clock like we did um and jack had <clears throat> in the back seat of his car uh one of those party mix like big plastic containers full of pretzels and little chips and little cheetos and crackers those and are good. they're really flavorful good. i love like party mix you can't go wrong with yeah. you have you should have that at every party yeah I think it's an acquired taste, though. Right. You have, to, like, you have to teach yourself to like it. Maybe, but it's just, it's flavorful. It's, it's yeah. good. But this is, a, wait, this is a big plastic. This is one of the big ones. You know, it's bigger than a gallon, probably. <laughs> Maybe about a gallon. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what you're There's no about. liquid in it anymore. Yeah. These are now party mix. Twist off cap. Yep, yep, exactly. And I asked Jack, hey, Jack, there was a few left, you know, half quarter quarter way filled and mm-hmm. like, jack can i get a few you know i got hungry and that and sitting in traffic for so long yeah and he goes I, I you know by all means have some but i really wouldn't eat those jay they've been sitting back there for about four months my sister left them out there and i haven't got rid of them. my first question is just throw them away if you're not going to eat them like yeah, yeah, why, still why are they sitting in your trunk and of course, I went in and I ate them because I was hungry for a little snack. I knew you ate them before even. T- I, I thought maybe you didn't. You weren't gonna have them, and that's what you were gonna say. I knew you ate those chips. Yeah. How many did you eat though? A lot or just well, a few? he kept telling me no, and I said, "Why? Well, once somebody tells you no, you automatically want to go and try that yeah, thing." That's like that's like the don't, psychology. You tell your brain, "Don't do something it wants." You know, to do you're it. an eighth grader, and you see your older brother drinking beer, and you you are told you're not allowed to have one. And, of course, when your parents turn the blind eye, you go and you drink your first beer. And he gives you a sip of your beer at the Christmas party, and you are absolutely livid, yeah. You're drunk. Yes. Like, yeah. You want... Your brain naturally... Wants. Things it can't it have. It doesn't want. Right. So, I go and I eat the party mix. And I took a handful, and they were a little stale. Like, one could probably yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. But they were... Tasty, delicious, yeah. crunchy. Yeah. So I had a handful or two. And he goes, well, I'm just worried, Jay. Like, that plastic that's on the outside that's been sitting in my car. The plastic that's been sitting in my car for four, five, six months now on hot days is melting. There's food still in there. I don't know what's happening. Are they? Is that plastic rubbing off onto the food? You know, you don't want to eat that stuff. You don't know what's going on. I said, you know, it, it's not going to kill me. I tried it anyway. But it goes back to your original point. If you reuse these water bottles, this Fiji, is there plastic contaminants in it? 
again, like you said, you'd have to know the chemical makeup of the plastic. And I just want to close out the plastic conversation with one more topic. Plastic's made out of gasoline. Oil. Not gasoline, excuse me. Plastic bottles, all plastic products have oil in them. But uh, I just wanted to bring up another topic. Um, as Jay's checking his Snapchat, I'm wondering whether or not he's paying attention I'm anymore. Paying attention. He, he just went on Snapchat and... You know, you, when you're talking to someone and they go on Snapchat, you just wonder, like, are they listening or not? I have a question for you. I want to pick your brain a little bit, Jay. Um, you know, when it comes to arguments or disputes with other people, okay? I've heard you say it before, you know, sometimes the best approach is just kind of shove it under the carpet, move on, forget about it, you know? Just let it go. Don't talk about it. When it comes to arguments and disputes... Push it under the rug. Don't talk about it. Let it go. You, you, ha- you have been one to say that before. Well, 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 just let me step in real quick before you finish. I don't say push it under the rug. Yeah. I say let it float up into the air. Yes. Like a little <laughs> bubble, and it slowly disappears. And everybody knows that it's above you, and it's kind of gone. But yeah. let the history be the history, and let yeah. it float away. Yeah, that's it, how I actually. I don't let like it float away. I don't want to be walking all over this, like you know, these issues or disputes. You know, uh, I just want them to go away. I love that. I love that. Don't push it under the rug and step on it all day. Let yeah, it kind of just it float. Up and out of your head. Yeah, float it. And out with the clouds. I like that. That's good. That's good. Sam, you're giving me the eyes. Stop. Well, I'm trying to, you know, communicate. You know, I'm trying to, you know, eye contact communication. You know, you know, my father said before. When, when you sometimes you meet somebody who makes you uncomfortable, or, or sometimes you make someone else uncomfortable when you're talking to them. If you don't look someone in the eyes and you're all over the place and you're talking to somebody, they're like, they get, you know, if I came up to you and I met you in a social setting and I'm like, meeting you, shaking your hand, saying hi, and like my eyes are all over the place. I'm not looking at you. It's not calming. Or if you come up and you, and you meet somebody, you make eye contact with. Not like you're staring into their soul, but like you make eye contact, and it's hard. Eye contact is hard, but it's a, it has a calming effect on people. Like yeah, like they're looking at me. Uh, like it's making me a little bit more calm in this conversation. Like if you, you can, understand that you can each hold other, it. yeah, it, you understand that each you have each other's full attention in that time, yeah. and nothing else at that moment really yeah. matters. Maybe yeah. Yeah, I mean, like right I, now. I let the whole Snapchat thing, I, I might have put it under the rug when you did that to me. I was like, wow, that hurt my feelings, you know? And I had it under the rug, and I felt the bump on the rugs, you know? I was wearing socks on the rugs, and I felt the bub, the bump on the, under the rug, you know? I pushed it under, and then you told me that piece of advice, and I let that flow, you know? And that's yeah. why I brought that conversation up. And that's why you just kept flowing. You're like, oh, shit, I forgot that's what we were talking about, because you let it <coughs> float up through your head and out the yep. top and up into space, and yep. it's gone. It's gone. And it's we won't have to talk about it. It's on the border. It it's on the border of space. Bezos might run into it and pop it for me. On his way up. Yeah, yeah he might. <clears throat> but about the arguments and disputes, you know, what was your main underlying thought process when you took the conversation there? You know, did you have any questions about how to deal with disputes or how to approach an uncomfortable situation? Or um, uh, first part of it was um, switching the topic from plastic to this. That was the first reason I brought it up. Second reason was, you know, selfishly for our relationship, you know, like we've had disputes in the past, you know, and a lot of times that's how I know you view, you know, disputes and arguments or conflicts, you know, and that's what I've learned 
from my conflicts with you. So first, I wanted to switch the topic. You know, move right. on. The people want something else. You know, right? Plastic was on. great, but neither of us are, you know, chemical or material experts. So we were reaching our knowledge. We we reached a knowledge gap. You we know? need a chemist in the group. We need a chemist in the group. <laughs> If you are a chemist out there and you're looking for a little extra work, you could be our chemist. And kind of if you've seen Joe Rogan, he's always asking uh, his little Google researcher. His yeah. name's Jamie. He's like, Jamie, Jamie, pull that up for the, on the screen for us. We need one of those, too. So we'll give you a double job, a chemist and uh, a little Jamie Google expert. Yeah, so requirements, you need to know how to search the web, but you also need to be a chemist. So a lot of people fit the first mold, but not many fit the second. Yeah, we're looking for your high-qualified Yep. GPA, you know, do G- do GPAs, what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. GPAs, gosh, I don't even want to get into GPAs. I don't even want what to get it. Do I don't know. GPAs I just heard, I heard a guy, I heard a guy talking, uh, um, through a Drexel University event. He was a vice president at Lockheed Martin, the rocket missiles defense company, large defense company. And he said, uh, you know, when they're looking at resumes, they're having these conversations now more than ever about GPAs and do they really matter. It's just nice to hear, you know, like, they're looking for other things. And it, trust me, GPA does not hurt you. It does not hurt you. It can never hurt you. But. Well, it what, could hurt you if, if your GPA is really, really bad. That might <laughs> hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a good GPA will never hurt you. No, but it is it is good to hear that because I know yourself and myself, you know, we have solid GPAs and we focus on our studies. Um, but I don't think we're putting in the amount of time and maybe even effort that a lot of maybe college students or high school students are, and that's like in after school. And I think that might be because we've got some other projects or tasks that are kind of in the top of our head that we consider side hobbies that we're kind of interested in yes but it is refreshing to hear that maybe recruiters and hr people around the country yeah genuinely do care about things outside of your performance in the classroom but also your interest your hobbies your experience Mm -hmm. etc yeah i agree as we as we glance outside to the driveway we thought we heard somebody approaching didn't we yeah I i thought i heard a door open but it's like it's like we don't want people to know we're talking in here, you know, like... We're not talking about anything. We're not doing a pilot. Like, it's embarrassing, you know, someone walks in here, it's like you're, like, caught with your pants off, you know, like, totally exposed. But, uh... Yeah, you know, uh... What you say about maintaining a... Maintaining a pretty good GPA and having side hustles and hobbies and stuff like that outside of this classroom, it's a pretty negative outlook on my my behalf, but oftentimes I'm like, school's taking away my ability to follow those hobbies and interests. But it's like, I'm wasting time thinking about, I'm wasting time thinking about how I'm misusing my time. It's It's an evil, deadly circle of thought process that you're, I could be using my time so much more wise, or I'd rather be using my time to do this or do that instead of this or that. Right, and I also think that the fact that, you know, if you are in college or in high school and your full-time job is a student, then I think it's important to make the most of that opportunity, not just because, you know, your parents may be paying money for you to go to school or whatever the reason may be, 
but because of the fact that there are really important things that you can learn in textbooks from professors by doing homework by studying for a test and taking that test and challenging yourself there are real things to be taught there however yeah yeah, yeah. especially professors especially professors you can learn a lot from a professor yeah and i think that goes both ways you can learn that you know your professor is a dumbass and doesn't know how to relate points to the class and doesn't do a good job explaining things or you can be like wow this guy's not just a good professor and very smart but this guy is a teacher he's relating this to me mm-hmm. if i can if you can take away two three good points from a professor in class that's a successful day but that the bottom line is you know back to the gpas and really just learning from school if your full-time job is a student i think that it's also the learning from by meeting new people having uncomfortable conversations with people working in teams socializing discussing your homework with friends Mm -hmm. and it's just that whole social aspect of education specifically in institutions that is really really important i think that's where the majority of the learning comes from really yeah, that's, that's refreshing to hear on my end to hear that and, like, kind of gets me going for, like, school tomorrow, you know, like, going in with that outlook that you were just talking about right there. Um, just to wrap up, you know, some of these conversations conversations right now, if you're listening, um, you're listening through most likely some sort of online outlet is how you got here if you're listening to this audio right now. And uh, just to touch on that a little bit, the point of a business is to make money. I mean, straight shot, cut to the root, point. The purpose of a business is to make money. What about a non-for-not-for-profit business? Uh, I'd call it an organization, yeah. you know. So it's not a business, but I think for the most part, what all businesses have in common is that they're trying to make money. Now, of course, there comes along mission and, uh, you know, impact impact on community and like who you are, who your employees and your people and your products are, in, and in terms of morality. How they make people feel, how they're going to affect the world, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the purpose of a business is to make money. Right. And, you know, what Vaughn is trying to do is to make money. We want to find a way to make money to support our lives. But we love those other subcategories of businesses as well. You know, morality and impact and, and all those types of things. And, you know, that's where we're at right now is, you know, how do we, how do we make money to be, to be honest, that's what we are think that's what we're trying to, that's what we're figuring out right now. How do we make money? Right. And I think that doesn't come from being greedy yes. or money hungry. Cause I think that's not what we are. I think Jimmy, our oldest brother and founder said it best. You know, if you're doing something just because of the money, you know, there's no way you're happy. Yeah. And that's why I think he says always, you know. If you're doing something you love and that you're passionate about and that you have fun doing, mm-hmm. the money will follow. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I think we've been doing here with Von Lon. And mm-hmm. me and you are here alone out here tonight. Jimmy and Chris are in San Diego. We'll get into that a little bit more eventually. But we decided to come out here and do a podcast because it's fun talking to a microphone one-on-one 
about whatever comes to mind. We had no script. We plugged it in and we started talking, and right away it gets the juices flowing. I've had I had fun, and I'm you know I was thinking to myself as we started in the first like ten minutes of this podcast, like man, I'm having fun. Like this is fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Like, you I know, do this every day. Yeah, like I'm thinking to myself like I want to do another one. Well, and I think an interesting thing is when the microphone's not out, it's harder to have these types of conversations you don't feel like you have to spew or go back and forth yeah or you dive too deeply into things and but then you bring the microphone out it's just me and you there's no entertainment we're looking at each other and we're looking we've been going for 24 minutes and you know it's hard to run out of stuff to talk about sometimes when you're sitting around on a couch yeah you're not in the mood you're lazy you're on your phone yeah she called me out about the snapchat thing but i think the bottom line is we have so much fun doing this whether that's being out on the lawns and that's where a lot of our money was coming from you know making money working hard but then the extracurricular the social media the selling t-shirts and little knickknacks the podcast and really just the Vaughn Lawn leisure lifestyle and backyard brand it's all about having fun and bringing people together and you know, sh- being proud of your family, being proud of your values, and bringing other people along for the ride. Yeah. But there's the question, though. That being said, how do we monetize this? Yeah. If you'd like to answer, I could jumpstart it. I think Von Lawn, although we've been that landscaping go ahead, company, go ahead. I think that we have future goals that we would love to accomplish together. Yeah. And while we're all chasing our own endeavors at the moment and we're all kind of split up and doing our own thing whether it be school or work or travel or side hobbies i think in the long run you know with all those different unique skill sets and experiences that we've learned we'll be able to hopefully monetize it some way whether that turns into real estate or media or own a uh, retail or a commercial building, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, I think that we have the unique talents and we're willing to to put our best minds forward to achieve those. Yeah. And to continue to bring the Von Lawn way. Yeah, the Von Lawn way. Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. I think, you know, to summarize what you just said, we want to find something we're passionate about, something we love to do. I think I think this is what you just said. We want to find something we're passionate about that we enjoy doing, you know, that that follows the online way and monetization might come at some point. But, you know, I think what you said right there is you want to find something you like to do, something you love to do. Yeah, and I think that's, that's when, the goal. Like Jimmy says, the money will follow. Yeah. Don't chase the money. This was fun though. This was really fun. It was loose. There was not a lot of infrastructure. There was not a lot of game planning to this podcast here today. And it was very hands-on from you and I's point of view. We were very hands-on on this podcast, but it was loose. No paperwork. No nothing. No nothing. And we were just... Water on the table and that's it. That's it. And we just went at it and, uh, you know, you know, I, I, think, I think we should do it again. I think we should do it again. So, you know, you know, everyone knows what this is. If you clicked on it, you know what it is. It is cut to the root.
yeah, 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 you're getting the extra right now. Yeah, 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 this is the extra time. Spitting on the mic because we couldn't pause it. We're rolling into the extra credits. This is Vaughn Lawn. It is the way to go. You're listening because you listen because you listen because you're here. 28 minutes later and you're on your way. Tuesday's coming. Oh, yeah. Let's get it going, baby. We'll be back. See ya.